All right, hello. Welcome back to Haku FM. We're doing a podcast album deep dive where we've got chats with an artist intercut with their songs from a record they've just put out. And on this episode, I caught up with Violet Hurst, who was down in Christchurch uh, on the southern leg of her album release tour. And we caught up pre-gig at her hotel with herself, Violet, and album collaborator and band member Ruben from Saltwater Criminals, or better known as Saltwater Criminals, to talk about the album Donegal. Without any further ado, let's hear one of the tracks off the album before we get into the chats. It's Brave Me off Donegal.
Congratulations on the album. Thanks, Isaac. And what does now? Now I'm now I'm corpsing. I can't say it right now. Donegal. Yeah, Donegal. I, I call it Donegal, but I think it's an Irish county, so they probably say like Donegal. Is there a reason that your album's named after an Irish county? It's made mo- most of a lot of Central Otago has that English, Scottish, I- Irish names, and it's the street, uh, Donegal Street, where we have a home there. My mama, my mama, and whenever we drive over the gorge, she, she says we're going to, going to Donegal. <laughs> that theatrical so, as well. Yeah, she's quite theatrical. So yeah, and then it was just the it was just the that's yeah, you know it's kind of like the location thing just became what we were used as the names for the songs. Yeah, because you also went down there to record it as well. Yes, exactly. That's that's, that's the house we recorded in. There you go. There you go. That's it. That's what, yeah. It seems it seems like I already knew that and I was setting you up for that, but I, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just really intuitive like that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but with the songs, because that seems like a very planned out thing. To call it in, Donegal? Well, in retrospective. Oh. In retrospect, it's like, oh wow, all the songs, it all like folds neatly together. Mm-hmm. But did it? Was it? Is that just us looking at it as it's ended up, or was that always the plan? Like these songs are, are about this place. They're going to be called this place. We're going to oh. record it in this place. Like, what was the first inkling of that kind of narrative coming through? Was it in the songs, or was it in some some kind of planning? It was in hindsight. Like to call it Donegal, it was in hindsight. The songs were their own. It was kind of like a set list I'd play or something. Maybe I've, I've said before, the first half was kind of like, was just how I would play my set when I was playing gigs at that time in Ponaki. And then the second half was the songs Ruben and I had kind of collaborated with. And um, I was actually going to call it Please Write Home, I thought, for a long time. Um, hmm. Because that was kind of my favourite track and had that I thought had imagery for that that was like sunlight blowing through <laughs> golden golden um curtains in a by a beach you know side and and in the blowing in the wind and that to me was going to be it felt like the essence of how the album would sound that kind of summer <laughs> summer breeze <laughs> to put it plainly but um then actually it was just i thought it would be too generic <laughs> calling it Please Write Home. And then it was like, oh, Donegal literally is Please Write Home. So there you go.
what was the most was there like a challenging aspect to the record whether it's like a certain part of the songwriting or a certain song being recorded or anything like that was there something in this record that made it through that was yeah was challenging I think tracks like Merry Christmas from now initially didn't know if that would be on there but that was uh in saying that that was just like the easiest song to make happen and it was just like really quick take I think the hardest to record might have been the first track Oh Honey because we just did it live with one microphone or two microphones maybe just one mic oh no two microphones yeah just on my voice and the guitar and it was the only track I did like in that one take uh yeah and it just took a while to get to make sure I didn't fuck up the guitar and then to emotionally just hold myself together I think the hardest thing was just having to deal I've never been in a recording setting like this with someone else and so it was my first time spending six days with Dee Stevens Ruben was there for maybe four of the days Mm. yeah um and I'd never hung out with Dee before that, really. And then he's, you know, we're, like, sharing every minute. Yeah, that's quite a... V- and, like, being and he's vulnerable. he's seeing everything. And, mm. and he... Yeah, it is vulnerable. And we're sharing a lot, you know, telling a lot of stories and getting to know each other. And then I'm also having to... I think the hardest thing was just not giving up when I, like, felt... When normally, if I were alone, like, I would have a mind game. Mm. And I would just, like psych myself out or like f- fuck it all and wow i didn't think i would sw- i would swear yeah so naughty swearing um well, yeah but you know um just get caught up and then get angry at myself and it was a really nice challenge to not like become self-loathing i think just because just having d there mm. um was really nice but yeah challenging to not let emotion take over when i'm trying to make quite when I'm when I when the music is emotional, who was the one making the final call that there's the take in there somewhere? Definitely D. D. That's good. Yeah. It's hard. You can't do that yourself. I think sometimes. Yeah. And I gave him the trust for that too. He was real good. It's great to have him be like, "You can do it better." And I really like that, especially when I think, yeah, um, he knows what. I think he has my best intentions at heart and he knows what I'm looking for and that being the conviction of the song, the real essence, yeah. Maybe he just knows what I'm capable of. It's nice.
we've, I mean, I've already said to your face a few times um, that I really like the album. Um, and also that I think my perception of it is that it's actually quite a deep, interesting and, and, and often challenging album to get into. Um, I said that to you a few weeks ago now. Is that is that resonated with you as uh, like how is your experience now that now that people are hearing it and and you're getting that um third party different set of ears different set of responses back to it how are you seeing the music yourself how are you feeling it yourself i think i thought about that challenging word a fair bit and then i thought that makes sense (laughs) um yeah, the, no, the response has been really nice. I think for me it's just felt like a real home, homely thing. It's just felt like the whole purpose was to re- re- reconnect with by sh- with people in my life by sharing these stories. And I've just gotten a lot of messages from people I love or who I haven't heard from in a long time. Um... And that's really nice, just feeling a lot of warmth. I don't think anyone's been as brave to, to give the insight. Uh, and those the people who would are people on my inner world who've been hearing it for a couple months anyways. So, But the word clever um, has come from older woman. Um, and I see that maybe online with the challenging. I'm like, oh, maybe they see that. Maybe this is mm. clever. <laughs> <laughs> as in it sounds like different. I don't. I don't know. Um, I, I think yeah. it's a very uncompromising album in a sense that, like, it's it doesn't feel filtered or um, watered down in any aspect, which I think mm. in 2023 is actually harder to find than you would think. Mm. Whether people are doing that intentionally or not, I'm not saying that. It's just I think we're all, I think music is internalizing a lot of streaming songwriting and radio songwriting and it's just you know it all influences everyone but it also for me has been making a lot of music a lot quicker and shallower in a sense i move on quickly kind Mm. of get what's going on but i've 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 found myself going back to your record and Mm. still finding those moments of surprises and and a big part of that of course is the production as well Mm. which i think is incredibly interesting production for the kind of instrumentation mm. that it is. Like you don't hear many kind of softer acoustic acoustic and, and bunny yeah, ears <laughs> um, albums that's, that are produced as interestingly I th- and I would say like progressively as mm. it is. So I think that's a big Aww. testament as well. Well, I think that's definitely who we're p- picking, like Ruben, whose, whose music is also very online, you, you know, has that. I think you do that whole clean, like that sparse use of, it could be almost acoustic. I mean, it's not acoustic. It's very banned music, Saltwater Criminals. But Mm. you still have that acoustic sound. I mean, that rawness. And yet it's got, you can hear like all these little elements. And that's very D. That's why I love. I fell in love with D. Stevens' music. (laughs) 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 And, And, um... And that's what I heard in his music. It's just it's that kind of soft acoustic guitar sound, but it's very it's just so interesting and, yeah, and I think yeah. what um responding to the sort of clever that word 
um i think what comes out really well in donegal is uh it's very patient and there's lots of in those like moments where it would seem that like things are moving very slowly there's lots of tension and it's not just like quiet for the sake of being quiet so that you can you know go up again um and i think that is to do with the things that you're saying in your words and the way that d has like sort of surround like he's surrounded he's made this very like engulfing sound with everything i don't know how he does it mm. um but yeah tension i think tension is what i what i feel when i listen to yeah, it's not a relaxing record. <laughs> Although it like it has, some re- re- it has some relaxing things Brave in it. Write me and please write home. Um, I listen to if I'm moving through something, mm. like a train, space. This is like a baby to me. It's like cops to me. <laughs> but no, you're right. It's, it is, it, I do love, I love those moments of like suspension and mm. tension. And um, I'm glad it has that. And, and, um, that was lovely. Thanks, Ruben. But also, yeah, I think I understand the clever, like what that means to to have something like that that you come back to and you you think about it and you're like attentively listening. And I've come to be quite grateful for that, um, and accepting that it won't be something passive or something that's maybe often played on like streaming radios or in the background. Well, but there are, there are music <coughs> fans. Exactly, it's not background music. But music mm. fans do use streaming as well. They just get lost within the mm. numbers of of the background office listeners. Oh, com- completely. But I think I know that it's not going to, like, I'm not expecting there to be this huge, wide audience. But I think I'm grateful for, like, having attentive audiences and even thinking about the gig tonight. Like, I'm, I'm just looking forward to that old-fashioned connection I used to have. <laughs>
putting out music in 2023, especially music that isn't made for TikTok dancers. People have danced and made TikToks to my music. That is Two great. People actually, but just one of them's Madeline, which is which is good. We're <laughs> <laughs> <He's> sitting inside, <laughs> um, which is good, but unintentional, I would say. Yeah. Um, do you? How do you feel? Do you feel emotionally? S- that this is emotionally or sustainable do, for mm. for you? Do you feel, mm. yeah? W- what's your emotional state moving through putting music out in a year in twenty twenty three? And do you think that that is? Do you think you'll continue doing it? Oh, I I think I'll continue doing it. I'm n- I'm not sure in what way, but I think for now this is, I'll I'll keep doing it in this way with which is to like just release music independently and put it on streaming services I think um, just so people can hear it emotionally I don't think it's very good I think there is a many been you know definitely feeling like there's no end in sight for a while and that's quite that's quite deflating and it does make make me question everything um, in regards to eternal life um, yeah you're not like is gravity real no, like I figure that, you know, yeah. I figure some things are real, um, but the whole like, oh my God, can I can I go on question is real, but it doesn't make me st- think I'll ever stop making music. It just makes me <laughs> question living. <laughs> I know that sounds dark, but it's so true. No, that's why I like, asked. I know I yeah. won't do anything, but but continue to make music. So then it's like, but fuck, if I have to do this for the rest of my life, that that's where it gets a bit com- complex and that's... Um, and and that and that's yeah where it gets just a, a bit um, rough, but um, which is nuts. It's weird, but but like very normal for most people. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to talk about that stuff because essentially what you're saying is like the whole music part of the music industry is fun. Mm. It just seems to be as soon as in the environment of stepping outside of actually writing the songs, it, everything is soul crushing. Yeah, and a little I, bit. It's that whole sustainability thing, and just wondering if I'll ever be able to do do this sustainably. That makes that makes it all um, exhausting. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'll never, I'll have to, I'll always ha- carry sickness with me, just from exhaustion and um, not, you know, maybe not being able to just sing literally and metaphorically <laughs> sing all the time. Yeah. Um, but whatever, I don't know. I'm also just starting out so i should probably give it some time and see how that goes (laughs) (laughs) before i fucking yeah but yeah i think i think it i think both those things are true you can Mm. you can be feeling how you're feeling now and wanting to do it again to try and see if it can feel better that's good at least yeah and at least there's both there's you know both sides and being surrounded by your band must be a, a big positive support for you right yeah that's really so lovely I was thinking lately about where I was 18 months ago when we just finished the album and uh, I was living at home and I probably I just came to that conclusion that the where I am now person would have seemed quite something I would have dreamt of or harder hard to attain and so I think it's important to remind myself that that this is quite a an accomplishment that I found these people who want to play my music and carry it around the country with me because without them I probably 
it, it would be really hard to do it on my own and I wouldn't be able to present it in the way I wanted. So to, mm. I knew I wanted to present it this way and to actually be able to do that is really, is really lovely. And then my dream band. It's, I've always wanted to have, r- play with Ruben. We've never been in the same city until now, um, since high school. And, um, and the other guys are great too. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> my Personal favourite song on the record? Brave Me. Personal favourite song on the record? Uh, probably Alternate Ways to Pray. Yeah. And what, in terms of feedback from random people, what has been the song that's been connecting with people uh, in your feedback? Connecting, I'm unsure. People, they like the descending song, but actually I think Alternate Ways to Pray, yeah, people really connect with that one. And um, that's it. Well, brave I hear, me, I hear brave me. It's been a short. I actually feel like I haven't heard. I feel like no one's talked to me about it. Like, I don't think I've had. Yeah, I've, I've just been seen. Really? Know, well, that's so nice. It was my child. And I made it. <laughs> she wants to be aligned to give herself away. 